Hi guys, this is Jamie and Yesenia. We are back for a new episode. I didn't think we were going to make it. Oh my goodness. Uh, we're here kicking. We're yeah. Here. We're kicking. So, um, we hope you guys had a happy Thanksgiving and yes. that you shared it with family, friends, loved ones. Um, Yesenia decided to be sick mm -hmm. and she does it this time every year. Every I feel time. no, she actually, I think was better by Thanksgiving, but the week leading up to it was not pretty for her and her family. I got to stand up straight on Thanksgiving. It was so nice. I got uh, to stand up straight for the Uber that my sister yeah, brought her Thanksgiving. Sister was like DoorDash. <laughs> she was like DoorDash. She left yes. me leftovers and it was really nice. That's so sweet. I have to be honest. So this was my first Thanksgiving um, with the Ramirez family. Mm -hmm. And the food was is it different? so like, delicious. What is it? Okay, no, so they do traditional food. Okay. But then they also have things like I've never had before. Um, like, It was so good. Like what? What do you know? So, well, his mom did make like a, it was like a Spanish type rice, which was so good. Mm, that does sound um, good. And then his, um, his, basically his sister-in-law, uh, she made this, it was like, corn and green chilies and yeah. cream cheese mm. and you mix it all up with butter of course because butter makes everything it does it goes on and everything. it's like a spicy creamed corn type thing huh it was delicious nice um then his sister makes this yummy like it's like a pineapple stuffing hmm oh my gosh no this is the first time ever i have literally eaten everything on my plate <laughs> That's amazing. No, so it was really good. They just cook different. I mean, there's the traditional food, like yeah. green bean casserole, turkey. Mm -hmm. I think his brother smoked a turkey, and mm. it was delicious. So it was all good. Um, we celebrated at my mom's in the morning and did, like, a breakfast, like, chorizo, bacon, eggs. Like, so that was delicious. So we at least got to have, like, two different. That is really cool. Yeah, so it was really good. So your sister... Basically brought you leftovers. She did. Such a sweetheart from my mama. That's so good. And the both my mom, my sister is a really good cook and so is my mom. So it's like whenever there is a potluck Thanksgiving thing, I bring like the... the You're all, I'll bring the chips. I'll bring the rolls. <laughs> so um, I wouldn't have contributed much to it anyways, but yeah. I'll definitely contribute eating. But... We hadn't been eating. We lost eight. I lost eight pounds. I think Jeremy lost 10. Oh, because they've been so sick. And no, it wasn't COVID. It wasn't anything like that. No. It's just it the was stuff. A flu. That's it was a been, flu. Yeah, stuff that's like been Frankie going around, yeah. um, which is horrible. So then we, we stayed away from each other to mm -hmm. make sure it had been enough days. And now we finally get to record. So I'm excited yeah. because we were down to the wire. Um, yeah. And I get nervous. I'm always like, do you need to do it alone? Or do I need to do it alone? I don't think I like it alone. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> like, I feel, you know what I, I feel like? Like, I feel like um, the girl, the Terminator girl, I always forget her name. Oh, Sarah, Sarah Connor. Connor. When she's like sitting there with the microphone, just talking to herself. And yeah. I'm like, 
This just doesn't feel the same. I know. It's different. Like, we've had great, like, guest hosts, people that have helped us. And I'm yeah. always just like, that's fun. But it just never... So this feels like home to yeah. me. Yeah. You know, like, it's okay. It's just easy. It's yeah. just easier. So we were talking, though, guys, that we should have actually just started recording when I got here and we sat down with our coffee mm-hmm. because we haven't seen each other for over a week. Yeah. And so we were like... We just had so many things to catch up on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we're like, we should just do like one time. I think we really should just do where right when I get here, we should just start recording and see what happens. But sometimes some of that stuff probably shouldn't be aired. So <laughs> um, catching up. Is- yeah. Or who knows? It might make it to where like all of a sudden we have all these viewers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, these chicks are crazy. <laughs> so now right. I can't believe it. Like we're already going to be at Christmas. That's. I know. Crazy to me. I know. Um, we're going to be at Christmas. Well, There's always like lots of birthdays for us during December. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it gets crazy busy. And that's a thing too. Like it's hard to keep your normal schedule, you know, a somewhat set schedule. When right. It's crazy. Right. There's so the much going on. And then um, like I know you guys are trying to get the house yes. decorated. I'm trying to finish. I haven't done anything out front yet, but considering that my yard is like the size of a quarter, it won't really, it won't take long. (laughs) Um, So there's that. I know when I got here, we were discussing how, well, we discussed kind of two things, but I'm going to kind of take it in a way and we'll see how we do. So we were discussing like sometimes people's reactions to things mm-hmm. are not like what they're saying it is it's about is not always what it is really about mm-hmm. it comes out about well we've talked kind of about that with women and how I mean how we have found that we are like why are your socks on the couch when it's yeah. not really at all about the socks on the couch? Right. But this actually, what we're talking about here, it's something a little bit similar, but it lies much deeper. Yeah. And it tends to happen uh, to people that have maybe experienced some trauma or have experienced some uneasiness yeah. during the holiday seasons or have somehow connected to the holiday season. Right. Like I know we were talking about in a couple episodes ago, like um, seasonal depression. Yes. So I don't mean that. Like Mm -hmm. we've discussed that, but this is really, I don't think people always catch what they're doing, Mm -hmm. but it's like here we're going to have a special day. It's (laughs) going to be a holiday. And all of a sudden there's an argument and you're like, What's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, why is that happening? Yeah. Um, where one person, like, has been feeling, like, excited about this day yeah. coming up, and then the other person all of a sudden is mad about something so crazy that right. you're like, are we really, we're, okay, we're going to do this. Yeah. We're going to argue about this. Yeah, and, and I, I'm going to just be honest. Like, I've done that myself, and I think we were talking a little bit about it, and I, I think it's anxiety for me. I know, and I know you mentioned that, and I, I, I don't understand why. Like, what? I know. Like, when I, I love my family. Yeah. More than anything in the world, I love Jeremy's family. Absolutely. To the moon. And I don't know, I, like, it makes me anxious and nervous. Like, even 
to go to church. I'm going to be honest. Like, because I don't want to leave my house. Like, I, I, <laughs> I just want to go to work, stay home, and take care of my kids. Do you not like to go places in general? Like, yeah, I don't like, not even, not even Starbucks. I don't like going. I, I know Why? I really want to go. Like, you know how much I love my Starbucks. I know. And you're like, such I really a friendly person. So I'm like, why? Yeah, I just, I think it gives me anxiety to, like, get my foot out there. Even to the gym. Yeah. That was an issue. But I had a partner at the time that was yeah. like, we're going. Yeah. And so he was the get me there. Yeah. Because I didn't want to go. He was the get me there. Once I was there, I'd stay there for hours. I'm good. But yeah, it was getting you there. getting me there. And yeah, I, I, I guess I like, could see that with some people because, like, I don't have the issue of, like, getting out and going. Mm-hmm. Mine is more getting started on things in my house. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to do it, mm-hmm. but I feel overwhelmed doing it. So then I'm like, I just am going to sit here and not do it. Mm-hmm. It's gotcha. different, but the same. You know what I mean? It's just, like, this anxiety. Like, it's just too much. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. Um, but I feel like people don't realize, like, sometimes, like, you know how some people are just like, oh, I don't like the holidays. Mm-hmm. Why? Like, what? What lies beneath that? Yeah. And honestly, we really need to do the work. We need to figure out where that is stemming from because it will come out in weird ways. Yeah. When we don't even expect it. Like, it puts me in a bad mood. I know it sounds really bad. I get in a really awful sass you know, snippy, uh-huh. maybe that's the best word, snippy mood when the holidays start to come around and I'm like nervous about having to leave my house or nervous about having people come over to the house. Even though I love them, even though I'm going to have a great time once they're here. Right. It's just, it's just getting it. anxiety. So if we don't figure out where it's coming from, and I've been a little bit better and I've been able to actually enjoy those moments so much more now that I'm starting to realize it's anxiety. It's my, it's my fear. I just got to jump. I need to jump. Yeah. And then you're fine. So I can help myself to get well, to the place I need to be, to be happy and enjoy those moments with my family and not cause drama. Right. Something that I noticed and I noticed it, I've noticed it before, but like more, I guess I'm like more aware. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was doing it yesterday. So I, uh, Gift giving is like stressful for me mm-hmm. because I want it to be exactly what the person wants, specifically my kids. Mm. Like, mm. and it's rough with kids. They don't always act appreciative. No, and things and are not right cheap. Now. Yeah, it's expensive. And everything. I want them to be happy. Yeah. It's not that I'm trying to show my love through gifts, but it's like the one time a year where I just want them to be like so excited. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to remember that that's not even what the season is about, but I tend to be very hard on myself as a parent as far as like I want it decorated, I want mm-hmm. to make cookies, I want to have great gifts, mm-hmm. like I want them to have memories that they're not gonna forget Mm -hmm. so it's interesting but then I also feel like we deal with people that you know sometimes I think the holidays bring up things that aren't so memorable that they would rather forget and they're not used to a calm normal 
you know, whatever we call a normal Mm -hmm. holiday. And they try to bring in a little bit of chaos or Mm -hmm. uh, how are you saying it? Almost like they, almost like they need that Mm -hmm. because then that would make them feel safe. Right. Even though it's may have been chaotic. I mean, I've been in that situation my own self, so I can definitely vouch for that where I've been in a crazy, you know, roller coaster relationship. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's just way too calm, way too easy. Right. And then I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. It's kind of something similar to that. Just, yeah. Um, so you're almost looking to be uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. Because that's your, your safe place, but it's not, it's not a peaceful place. Right. It's not the place and it's we like, need to How do we work through that? How do we... Because I think it's hard for people to really be like, why do I feel this way today? Mm-hmm. Or what about this situation? Why am I upset about the sock? Why are, and right. if it's not you yourself, if it's your partner. Yeah. Um, because it may be seasonal depression. It may yeah. be, you know, wanting or craving that chaotic world that they live in or lived, lived in, in and they want to recreate. Um, but we because, need question. Is the, because is that their sense of them feeling safe mm-hmm. is all they knew? Yeah. So that's an interesting, like, and especially, like, you know, moving forward in life and, like, moving on from our past. Because I was thinking about it the other day. You know, I don't want to live in my past. No. You know, and I think people don't realize that they're doing that. Like, they're like, well, I'm so much better than I used to be. Mm -hmm. But then they get mad at the other person that they're with and all of a sudden revert back to who they used to be. (laughs) And it's like, okay, so something to me is not dealt with there if you're still acting like that other person. Is that how you see that? I feel like we're a bunch, we're made of layers. Yeah. And our layers are made up of our experiences that we've experienced in life, whether they be good or bad. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes we can peel back those layers like an onion. Yeah. And I feel like we can better understand the layers at certain points. Yeah. When we really open that Pandora's box, right? Yeah. If we have help, sometimes we need help to try to to figure out and understand what's going on. But I don't feel like those layers will ever completely disappear. Yeah, I guess there's times, like, because I can revert back to, like, ways I used to be Mm -hmm. as well. I am very adamant with myself about a few things where I'm like, no, I will not run away. Mm -hmm. I will not, like, and this is in my new relationship, Mm -hmm. like, because I wasn't, a runner before, but mm-hmm. then I became a runner. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am like, okay, no, I will not run away. Mm-hmm. I will figure out what is going on. Yeah, I'm not saying like to anyone. There is like, no running. I'm. I'm not <laughs> truly. Saying, yeah, I'm not saying to anyone like if you're miserable, stay. It's not that type of thing. I'm not um, unhappy. I'm just saying like you know when little things come up, it's like you get scared. Yeah, yeah. Where I'm like, okay, well. I would have, like, been like, no, that's it, you know? But mm-hmm. you get so far where it's like, okay, you're not in a position where you should be doing that. Like, mm-hmm. you should figure out, like, well, why did that person react that way, right. you know? I think the question, the, the thing to do is, like you said, 
question. Come at it with a question instead of a argument. Yeah, which is hard for me because I think I get defensive if I feel attacked. Yeah. And so it is a hard balancing act, I think, for people to get through it without arguing. Yeah. Which I want to figure out how to do. It's funny because, like, for Jose and I, we argue really well together. (laughs) Not healthily, but really well together. Um, But then we also have so much fun together. So it's like one of those people where it's like, he's my best friend, Mm -hmm. and then he also makes me so mad. He's your sparring partner at the same time. But I see, as as long as there's some body armor... (laughs) Right, and where belt. no one's actually getting cut. Nobody's actually getting cut, and you guys are just practicing getting to understand each other and helping each other to understand things that you don't currently understand. Yeah. I think that's not an... I don't... Like you told me, I didn't I didn't think arguing was a good thing. Uh, <laughs> she hated it. It's like, she, no, I don't want to. Yeah. No. But if you don't, how are you ever going to work through issues? Like, sometimes the argument has to happen. Why does there have to be issues? Well, yeah. <laughs> that was my question. She literally just made me look away. I was like, <laughs> I'm at a loss with I'm this just girl saying, sometimes. I'm just, I didn't see the point in having issues yeah, or I, like being upset over dumb things. This was actually something so good I want to share. At Thanksgiving, um, Jose's brother-in-law, we weren't even talking about ourselves. We were talking about like when teenagers start dating and getting in relationships and all that. Mm-hmm. One thing that has to be learned, but I was even like, no, even as adults that have past that come into relationship Mm -hmm. with one another, it has to be learned is that there are going to be good times and bad times. Yeah. You're going to get your feelings hurt. You're going to have ups and downs. The important thing is one that you can notice or realize like, are the good times more than the bad times? Are the highs higher than the lows? Right. You know, so when those low times or bad times happen, it's worth working through them. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And I was like, oh, that is a good thing to teach. Um, because, like, for my teenage daughter, I feel like she would be like, red flag, I'm gone. <laughs> you right, know? right. So, but even, like, you know, in our own situations you kind of do have to look at that. So do you have more good times together mm-hmm. or is it more really more bad? And I think sometimes it like literally goes down to fourth grade writing. I mean, you just yeah. make a list of the positive and the list of the negative because it sometimes becomes very convoluted because I mean, infatuation, love sometimes, right. you know, clouds our mental <laughs> states uh, it's true. And I think it's really helpful sometimes to just take it down to the basics. And I like write that, actually. I do like that. And um, sometimes what I like to do with Jose, and it's funny, I did it the other day, and I swear <laughs> I think it, like, made him blush for a second. But take it down to something so, like, minimal. Mm-hmm. Like, did you know, like, I love your lips. And then he's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, like, it's just because... Yeah. Like, go to the basics, like mm-hmm. you're saying, though. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be this grand, like, 
yes or no. Let's check yes or no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but also something with that is love is actually not a feeling. Mm-hmm. It's a choice. Yeah. And I think a lot of people get that confused. Mm-hmm. You think like, because you're not always going to feel it. Can you say every single day of your marriage that you have just felt so much love? <laughs> I felt so much love this morning when my but, husband was cleaning the kitchen. I'll right. tell you that right now. But you actually know. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, you know you love. It doesn't matter if you feel it yeah. every day. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Which is important. And I think it goes into, so then Yesenia was also saying something, and I guess I'm going to combine it, but talking about revolving doors. And we have talked about this a little bit before, but why don't you tell me like what you were kind of, when you talked about it this morning when I got here, because I liked where you were going with that. And it's not just about like romantic relationships. Not at all. This bleeds into friendships. Yeah. Work uh, situations. Like we were, I feel like this is like encompassing a lot of our podcasts that we've talked about, uh, changing seasons. I think that revolving door, having a revolving door mentality would mean that the type of person that we should strive to be is the type of person that will be able to realize that someone in a, is in our life. Everyone that comes into our lives, that we allow them to come into our lives, will either give us peace, give us happiness, or give us pain. A lesson. A lesson, right? (laughs) So, no, it is up to us to choose whether those people stay. And some people are meant to stay for seasons. Some months people are meant to stay for a long time. And I, f- I feel like if we picture a revolving door, it's constantly moving in and out. Yeah. I'm not saying to run, because you're not running. You're going right. in a circle, right? <laughs> uh, allow people to come into your life that serve you and that you can serve. Yeah. And the people that are hurting you consistently. It's much easier to let go if you're just, you're moving. You're not allowing that to penetrate you. Yeah. To the point where... You are so wounded and you're stuck. Yes, you feel stuck. You you don't want to leave the situation because you're you're scared. Yeah. Um, no, we're never we're not condoning ever staying with someone that has ever is going to physically harm you in any right. way. Um, that I hope to God, if that is your situation, I really hope that God will show you how much that you are loved and that you would deserve so much more More than that than to allow yourself to be put so beneath what you are capable and should be and um, raise yourself up and and realize that you are don't need to be a child of God and you don't deserve that. Right. I know you're not going to be totally shocked. I don't like revolving doors, even as a child. Honestly, I'm picturing like the fair and the zoo mm-hmm. when you had to go in and out of those metal and it was a revolving. Yeah. Well, those ones are scary. I'm talking about like when we went to New York and then and like the glass. beautiful gold no, glass. I don't like you know? those either. I don't like any revolving door. <laughs> I don't care how pretty. You? I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to get stuck in there. Mm. You're not stuck though. I know. You that have, isn't like, that funny that we're talking about this? 
Do you, so do you I move? remember being in Vegas even, and there was this beautiful like revolving <laughs> door. I forget where we were. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want, I, I don't want to walk through it. At the time, I was still married, and he's like laughing, like. I'll push. Just keep going. Like I'm at the one right behind you. And I'm like, I don't, I don't like this. Like I'm stuck in here. I don't, I literally don't like you. Yeah. I don't think they're pretty. I don't think they're cool. I actually hate them. Okay. (laughs) So let's go with that. Well, you're managing yourself slowly. I think what it is, is we realize, we feel like the doors are moving themselves. Yeah. But we need to realize we are moving the door. Yeah. Okay. You, as long as there's nobody else in there. I'm like holding like, it. Yeah. Uh, but you will only be trapped if you choose to be trapped. Oh, God. It's actually making me feel like I'm going to hyperventilate <laughs> while we're talking about it. Okay. But you're not. Yeah. You are in control. You have your hands on the door and you can continue to move. And walk you're through it. You're not trapped. Yeah. Yes. Unless you allow yourself to. And that's the problem. Like a regular door is just shut or yeah. open. And I feel like this, we're constantly moving. Yeah, you have the option within our lives. Yeah, and and we need to really pay attention to um, the people that are are you know mistreating us in ways that, like verbal abuse, physical abuse, or uh, friends or family or or boyfriend whatever and you know what too i don't even lift me up yeah i don't even think it has to be necessarily like um an abusive type situation or anything like that but sometimes like people that are just draining you or that are just negative or you know what i mean like they're taking your spirit away instead of feeding your yeah i guess a revolving door gives you the option of like keep to keep moving. Exactly. You know, and see what, like, okay, that person, it's time for them to go out that right. opening right there. It's like, it, and then what we try to do is hold on to the people. Yeah. That, like, what would happen? That if was you, definitely me. Like, before. What, what would happen if you're in this revolving door and you're trying to hold the person in this this thing with you? Like, yeah. it's very difficult if, it, if they're already causing so much havoc right. in your life. Right. Yeah. You need to have people that allow you to move. Yeah. And growth is like, I feel like if we stop growing, mm-hmm. we're too scared of what the growth might show us. Like it's scary to become a different person, mm-hmm. to let some of those people go out of that opening in that revolving door, mm-hmm. you know, fear it, of like, there won't be anything else yeah. there. Um, even if it's like a friendship, like who know? else is gonna come in the door? I don't know who's coming in the door. Like, right? Yeah, like but, I'm just gonna be on this hamster wheel by myself. But and, but you know what? If you are by yourself, then if that is what you are meant to be, then you should be that. Yeah. And I don't. I don't feel like there is ever a time where God's gonna be like, well, you know, this is meant for you, right? But I'm gonna keep it from you. Right, yeah, I don't if think he ever wants to keep from us no, what is meant for us. If he will, he will give to you what you are need, what you need, to help you get through whatever it is that you need to get through. Even though we think we need all of these people in our lives, right? Whether they be good, bad, whatever, if if they're not meant for us, we shouldn't be forcing them or trying to force them to stay. Yeah. We're just hurting our own self. One thing with me that I think I really had to learn is I would do the thing where I'm like, um, 
what if I hurt their feelings? What if, you know, and I'm over here miserable. Like I really hate every second that I ever make plans with this person or like whatever it may be. But I'm like, but I don't want to hurt their feelings. Okay. But you're hurting your own feelings by like, and you're hurting them too. Because you are keep your, imagine yourself in this door and you're trying to hold them in. Now it's very difficult to keep that door moving properly, right? When you guys aren't in tune with each other, and right? Aren't helping each other, yeah. Like one person moving. is not going, so then you're just stuck. Exactly, and like that. So you are keeping that person from reaching their potential, yeah. To where they're supposed well, to be that's true. true. That you is mean, true. If you're feeling bad about telling them, hey, you know, like this isn't working out, yeah, you're keeping that person from meeting. Like if it's a relationship, um. You're keeping that person from meeting their their soulmate. Yeah. Just because you feel bad for them. And you're keeping your own self from meeting your soulmate. You know, this reminds me, like, um, it was last year at this time. Mm-hmm. Like, things for me were chaotic. And it's funny that we talked about that because I didn't even realize that I was just doing what I thought made me feel safe mm-hmm. was having this chaotic, like, thing you know keeping it in this the door you know and um we talked about like oh like doors being cracked or doors you know and Mm -hmm. I was really going through a lot like trying to figure out well I wanted to let him go but Mm -hmm. then I did that and then I was like that's not what I wanted Mm -hmm. like you know and I think until even with our emotions, if you don't let some of those things out, mm-hmm. you can't figure out why you have the anxiety you mm-hmm. have at the holidays, why you start an argument right before someone's birthday. Thanksgiving meal, or, yeah. birthday, you know, or why them taking a couple hours and just hanging out with friends has set you in this mindset that now, yeah. right? It all goes along with this revolving door thing, though, because mm-hmm. if you look at it, like our emotions are on this thing with us, mm-hmm. and sometimes you have to stop at that opening mm-hmm. and let them out because yeah. otherwise they just keep filling up in there, and you guys are gonna get stuck. Exactly, and you in your own mind. Yes, and I didn't actually see that part of it until we were talking right now, and I think that's the space I was at last year at this time. Mm-hmm, that makes sense. So if we could go back and talk about it, I was thinner than I had been in a long, long time. I was like, that's so great. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be great. Mm-hmm. But I was so sad, mm-hmm. you know, because I was like, at that point, I can't love this person because... Mm-hmm. That's not going to be acceptable. That's not going to be what the plan was. That's not going to be okay with everyone else. And then, so that's the thing I pushed out the door. And then I was stuck in there with my emotions. Yes. You didn't release those as right. well. Like, so, and I think the thing is too, just because you allow something to leave. Right. doesn't mean it can't come back in. Right. Because it's a revolving door. The so opening. You choose you choose yeah, so what comes back to you and sometimes in that if little it's meant process, for you it will. yeah in that process and honestly you and I did a lot of the work mm-hmm. because I was like why am I not feeling better like I have the option to go do whatever I want and I'm stuck on this now mm-hmm. and 
poor Yesenia's like, even my own daughter, because I think that you actually really loved that person, but <laughs> do what you wish, like do what you wish, you know, and until you stop and you're like, oh, well, let's let this crappy feeling out. Like, yeah. that's why I was acting this way because yeah. of this. Yes. Then you can kind of start to walk around again. Yeah. In my scenario, like, honestly, even with, like, the difficulties, I'm very glad that God had that, like, okay, he can come back in, yeah. you know, like. Yeah. But it's work. It is work. And so I also think that then it comes back to, like, where, why do you feel this, you know, anxiety right. at the holidays or when you're going to go do something? Yeah. Or why do you get so triggered that someone's going to go out to dinner or why do you, you know what I mean? It's just these it. things. Yeah. Because your little revolving door is getting stuck. Yes. Yes. And it will continue to get stuck if you don't pay attention to what's in that little cube. Like when you're in your little section. Yeah. It will jam you up. People, right. thoughts, emotions, past traumas, all of that's in that little In section. that one little triangle with yes. you. Yes. And you're like trying to pu- push this thing and it, it you know it sounds a lot less scary if you're in a revolving door to yeah. just allow it to like to that. sneak out yeah sneak out sneak like it. let it go let that go let it let it go and then just feel the movement of people coming into your life and allowing them to leave your life like my daughter she's i think she's 24 now oh my god uh she's moving on and she's wanting to move out and she's got her job now and that's she's making decisions that I wouldn't make I would not make and don't right. agree with and I could sit here and hold it in hold it in like and jam at my door right. I ain't jamming up my door right um and it doesn't mean it's forever but no letter. and I'm like I, I'm thinking to myself like but if I say it's okay yeah then she's going to like, then I'm going to feel, like, forever guilty because I said it was okay. And, and it's it not really not, what you it's feel. It's not okay. Yeah. Um, And so I'm just, like, I was struggling with it at first. And then I was like, no. Just let it go. I'm going to let it go. Yeah. And if she ends up coming back, which I'm pretty sure she will in a matter of five months, uh, then that's her path. I have to let, and that sounds bad maybe, but I have to even let my children go I get it yeah. you know and and let them process to go through whatever it is they need to go because holding them in in that little revolving door is is gonna make me crazy make her crazy and further separate us and trying to make someone that's in your little space believe what you believe it's not gonna happen. agree with what you agree with yeah no. um or accept, see things accept how you what see them. you're saying or see them how you're seeing it. Well, that doesn't work. No. You know, and so even if it is our children, sometimes like you do, you have to like let them go their path. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you don't love them. No. But you have to keep walking to work out because I think sometimes we forget as parents, we're also still growing. Mm-hmm. So we, we can't be like, well, we know all we need to know, and there's nothing further to know. Right. No. And you know what? Maybe when she comes back, or you know, she will be a different 
person when she right, comes back she is into on our her, lives. She has her own revolving yes. door. We all do. That's actually an interesting, like, we're Analogy. all these different, and they can intertwine. Yes. You know, in and out, in and out. It's almost like, it reminds me of, like, the um, inner workings of, like, a clock. Gears. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, gears. Yeah, yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. So that's we interesting. To, we need to allow people to, and even our own children, which is hard. Yeah. As a mama, because we want nothing more than the best, the very best for right. our children. And um, don't want them to understand things and see things the way that we see them. Right. Because we've been through the hurts. We've been through the troubles. We've been making mistakes. We don't want them to have to hurt from making the same mistakes we did. Right. But I feel like we really need to let go and um, allow them to make those mistakes for themselves in if God brings them back to us, if God brings them back into our lives, um, when they're ready, yeah, both them and ourselves will be in a better place because we didn't try to keep them in our space. Yeah, when they were, where they were outgrowing it. Yeah, so I think kind of just to wrap it up, really, this little analogy that we're using, it's not only for people, but it's also our feelings and the things that we're dealing with. That sometimes. It's time to let go of. Mm-hmm. It's just the truth. Let it go. I know. She's going to start singing Frozen now. <laughs> All right, you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. If you know someone that would enjoy our podcast, please send them a link to your favorite episode and invite them into our tribe. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. From the Ashes with Jamie and Yesenia. Thanks for listening.